You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Robert Ford, Steve Sparks, on your radio, the Houston Astros Radio Network. Robert Ford joined by Astros General Manager Jeff Luno. And with the the latest round of cuts, I have a better idea now of of what your team's going to look like, barring anything unforeseen or any moves uh, before opening day. So that's always always a good feeling when you get closer to that day when you have your 25-man roster. It is. I think we pretty much know what our team's going to look like with the exception of the last bullpen spot, and that competition will go all the way through our ex- exhibition games in Houston. But it's nice to have everything solidified. Everybody knows their role going into the year, and, of course, it's all going to change. But it's been a healthy spring training, a very productive spring training for us, and we're dying to get out of here, get back to Houston, and get some games under our belt. You mentioned the bullpen, and obviously it looks like McHugh's going to start the year on the DL as he continues to, to build back up after having the dead arm earlier in spring, which opens the door for Musgrove and Fires both to be in the rotation and Peacock to, to be the long man. And Peacock out of options, so, I mean, it's, it's really an opportunity for him and fortunately gives you more of a time to, to evaluate him even further. It sure does. Brad's had a good spring. He's had a good career, and we don't want to give him up. So this is an opportunity for us to keep him and see what happens. And, you know, we've got some other guys on in the bullpen that, are, that do have some options remaining. So even when McHugh is ready, we're going to have to make a decision about how to proceed. But we don't want to lose uh, Brad. We, you know, last year we traded Dan Straley. He was in a similar situation. He went on and had a great year with Cincinnati. So we don't want to make that same mistake twice. And with Peacock in the pen, you have – Davinsky and Michael Feliz, who both can be long men, can give you multiple innings, but that will give A.J. Hinch a little bit more flexibility in terms of how he deploys those guys. It sure does, and really all three guys have different weapons against righties and lefties, and, you know, Brad, if it, Brad's called upon to pitch one inning, you know, we might see some 94-95s consistently, and he's a starter, so he can get both sides out. Same thing with uh, Davinsky, and so I think it's going to be interesting to see how A.J. matches up against the lefties. Seattle has some good left-handed hitters, and obviously we're going to use Sip for some of them, but they'll be coming up multiple times during the game. It'll be interesting to see. Once again, Tony Sip going to be the only lefty in the pen. That was the case most of, of last year. Uh, is there How was the comfort level there, especially after Sip struggled for, for much of last season? We'll have to wait and see. I mean, hopefully Sip will rebound and have a good year and be able to uh, get those key lefties out, especially in our division. But if not, we've got some righties that certainly have weapons against lefties, so we're going to have to try that. And, and if that doesn't work, uh, we'll probably be out in the trade market looking for somebody. And then basically it looks like one bullpen spot up for grabs with, with three different guys, Yandel Gustave, James Hoyt, and Diane Diaz vying for, for that last spot. In the case of Diaz, you've gotten to see him pitch a little bit more, but for a while he was a bit of a forgotten man because he was pitching for Columbia in the in a WBC, but now you guys get your hands on him. He was pitching, and he was pitching ninth inning in save situations against pretty good lineups, so we got to see him and evaluate him there. And he's been really good. He hasn't given up a run since he's been back, so he certainly has put his name in consideration. Even if he doesn't beat out those guys for the last spot, he's certainly a guy that we feel comfortable having in Fresno, ready to come up if there's an injury or someone doesn't perform. So that's the type of inventory that a championship team needs to have, and, and we're glad we have him. You have one change in your minor league system, minor league camp underway right now, and that is, in terms of affiliations, I mean one change, and that is Bowie's Creek, the Carolina League, your new high A affiliate no longer in Lancaster. And that seems like that could be a, a win-win, especially once the new stadium's built in Fayetteville in, in a couple of years. But certainly Lancaster, the, the, the win there, the altitude, kind of skewed evaluation a bit. 
It did. I mean, it was a really hitter-friendly park. It was tough for our pitchers and also a lot of travel out to California from Corpus or wherever the players were coming from. So it'll be really nice to be in North Carolina. We're going to be playing at Campbell University. They've got a beautiful facility for the next two years until our facility is built. And it, the Carolina League is great. It's neutral. It's a great place to develop players. There's good flights in and out of there. So it's really a win-win for everybody. Jeff Luno, Astros General Manager, thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks for having me on, Robert. Opening day. Just the sound of it brings a smile to the face of a baseball fan. Finally, it arrives after all the anticipation all winter long. The beginning of a six-month marathon. Opening day with the players lining up, the introductions, the American flag on the field, pep rallies beforehand. Now the first pitch of the game, and it's underway with a big roar from the crowd. Nothing like opening day in baseball. Opening day, April 3rd. On the Astros Radio Network, this has been a production of the Houston Astros Radio Network.